welcome to the ingred podcast good evening everyone thank you so much for joining us um our session today is on studying in the us where we will tell you everything you need to know when you are pursuing education abroad Uh, so joining us for this session is Mr. Sneet Jain. He is the co-founder of Yorkit, uh, which is one of the leading overseas education consultant company in India. He started Yorkit in 2015 with two more of his partners in crime, and today Yorkit has over a million users. So welcome to the session, Sumit. We are very glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting me. Okay, great. Uh, so to begin with, uh, Sumit, my first question to you is: um, you know, US is one of the most uh, sought-after destinations uh, for students when they want to study abroad. Uh, but it is considered uh, quite an expensive choice. Uh, so, what's your take on that? Yeah, it is expensive. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what I can say is that uh, you need to evaluate it with uh, return on investment. Uh, and what are you comparing with when you say it's expensive? What are you comparing it with? Uh, so US uh, usually most of the students that we see are going for STEM degrees. Uh, STEM education anywhere is going to be uh, similarly priced, uh, especially with US. It's a two-year course, so that is why you would feel that the cost is high. Uh, but if you compare it with any other country uh, for two years, it's going to be similar. Uh, but how do you actually? Uh, Make a return on that investment is important, and uh, with a U.S. STEM degree, you get a three years OPT, which makes it extremely easy for you to uh, get extremely easy for you to work in the U.S. for three years and earn back that money. So, uh, I would say it's not expensive; it's a it's a great investment. So, I look at it from that point. Okay, great. Um, and what is the admission typical admission uh, procedure in the U.S.? Uh, admission procedure is uh, I think you need to start preparing a bit early. It's not like uh, all the process that we have been all used to is like you wait for one exam, you take that one exam, what scores you get, you apply with that score. Uh, many people mistake the same process over here, but that's a bit different here. So you have a standardized test that has to be taken. That's like a GRE or GMAT. Not every college requires it, but most of them do require this. Uh, you also need to take an English language test. So that is. um could be an ilts or toefl uh so once you take these tests you need to when you are apply you need to apply to the schools you need to apply to schools you need to be prepared with your um essays you need to be prepared with uh, lors uh, you need to be prepared with your transcripts as well from uh, from your colleges uh, all of this together you need to have like your application docket ready you apply uh, to different you know again the process is different for different universities Uh, so you need to apply separately to different universities, the ones which you want to go for. Um, there are different deadlines, so be very careful of those deadlines. And after that, uh, I, I think you should be well prepared and not wait till the last date for deadlines. Once you're done with your uh, application, I think then uh, you just need to wait and sit back and wait for the decisions. Uh, meanwhile, you need when you're getting waiting for your decisions, you better be prepared with. Uh, your financials so if you're going to be self financing make sure that you have enough liquid with you if you're taking a loan make sure that you apply for loan and keep uh, all your documents ready so that after uh, once you have an admit you need to call for an i20 so i20 is the invitation letter that the university sends you so that for uh, for you to call for an i20 you need to show your proof of funds 
and for that you require either your uh, liquid fund self fund if you are taking a loan then you require a sanction letter after that i20 is done then you start your visa process and you start, you apply for an appointment uh, with the embassy and uh, yeah if everything is great on the day of visa you get your visa and uh, ready to fly off great uh, that sounds quite an overwhelming uh, procedure uh, so when would you say would be the right time to start preparing uh, for education in the us i would say it's never too early to start so uh, i would at least say that you start a year so if you want to apply for the fall 2022 so that is say let's say uh, you want to start your term in august 22 uh, you should you should start by now this this is the latest mm -hmm. like i i think uh, uh november would be the latest before that you need to start you should have already started with most of the things okay okay um and uh, actually i was planning to take the entire funding piece later but since you brought up the uh, point of having your funds ready uh would you recommend uh, that people take a loan even though they would sort of find it affordable but does it make sense to always opt for a loan provider when it comes to funding uh i wouldn't say always it depends a lot on what is your uh, you know what's your financial status what's your financial health uh, how do you look at it uh many times students so may, this is like let's talk about people who can afford it and still want to take a loan uh in such cases i would say that uh, uh, it's good for student to take a loan and go uh, we be so used to using uh, parents fund but let's uh, let's make a more responsible decision now and use your own funds uh take a loan on yourself and go for it makes you much more responsible uh in uh, when you are repaying it back so that that's a good way to go about it also uh, if uh, you are applying with your own funds there is some tcs that you need to pay uh, whereas with loan you don't need to pay for the t you don't need either the tcs is quite quite low there so that uh, that is uh, helpful uh, also the interest rates are quite attractive nowadays many students are getting at a very low rate of interest so uh it could also be a good financial decision many times when you have things which are uh, parked in certain different investments so if you want to be breaking those investments uh it, it might not uh, be the right time for you to break those investments so uh i think it, it is something decision which each one has to take according to their own uh, their own profile right right and um can you um tell us uh, any, you know which are the most sought after locations or universities in the us that you've seen in in your decades of experience uh, so there are many universities i wouldn't be able to point out any single university but i can say that uh, some of the uh, top regions which you would say that they are the they have been traditionally very uh, you know popular i would say uh you could say california has been one of the popular ones texas has been quite uh, popular east coast has been quite popular on the sense if i say new york is uh, popular of course all of us uh, have some or the other time seen new york somewhere or the other uh, there, there is hardly anyone who has not seen a picture from new york so uh, new york is quite popular uh, massachusetts is quite popular uh, east coast a lot of those on east coast new jersey is quite popular uh so these 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 are quite popular but again said all said and done it's not that you look at only these universities you need to make sure that uh, you are uh, making a right choice according to the profile that you have and your career aspirations that you have uh 
there could be a school somewhere in a different region but it can be a great school and it's a great school for your uh, for your profile you should definitely look at that rather than just looking at the region okay um and uh, from a cultural standpoint do you have any picks for people who want to feel closer to home stay home then the <laughs> 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 the purpose if you're going out is to explore is uh, of course i'm i'm sure you're going for a world class education but that also comes with having an open mind uh, so uh, yeah, it's 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 not that difficult to find uh, everything indian nowadays over there so that's not a difficult task at all i think it's going to be difficult for you to keep a open mind and uh, be accepting of different uh, cultures uh yes a lot of people do face culture shock when they are going there uh but i i would say that prepare yourself mentally when you are going uh so because uh, this is something which you have to get used to when you're going there if you plan to even work over there you are going to meet people from different cultures different ethnicity different nationality uh different views so it's always good to keep that open mind okay um so, so you know us is is home to one of the top uh, some of the top uh, institutions in the world in fact so it's it's a natural choice for many students not just from india but uh, other countries as well to pick us as as one of their choices so how can one ensure that they stay ahead of the competition now you know their profile is extremely uh, it stands out from the rest yeah, so i think uh Uh, one great way would be to uh, join yorket that's what we at yorket are trying to help students with making sure that you know you're putting your best foot forward you're putting your uh, best uh, like you know projecting the best of yourself and uh, but yeah uh, i i believe that what you should be looking at is the best fit school for yourself when you're doing that uh, you will come to realize that uh, all of this of course it, it is quite competitive but if you're looking and uh, you, you are applying to the right kind of schools uh it is going to be much easier for you uh of course you uh, you have to be uh, well prepared also your cats should be matching your uh, essays should be coherent with uh, your plans uh with your profile uh you should have uh you know like if you should be a great candidate for the same so you should make sure that you know you are uh, taking some uh, initiatives doing some great uh, projects uh, industry projects as well uh, if you taking some internships very relevant internship you need to do you you have to make sure that you doing all of all of those things as well if you are trying to project yourself uh, outside this crowd okay um and uh, coming to uh, scholarships us uh, does offer uh, quite a few lucrative ones uh, could you uh, give us some more information on the scholarships so uh, scholarships if you look at masters level it's you don't see a lot of scholarships where you can say you get a complete free ride where schools are offering you complete scholarship at undergraduate level there are a lot more scholarships on need based merit based but at masters level it's going to be most of them are uh, merit based only and that uh, you can also like i would tell students to not just look at scholarships but also look at assistantships when you are applying uh, uh, 
for master's courses uh, because uh, they can be a great way for you to fund your education scholarship there is a limited amount of pool which everyone is looking out for very competitive who doesn't love free money everyone would want to uh, have that but it's not that easy to get that right so uh, and it's not a huge amount which is there because even if it's a scholarship there is someone paying for it right so uh, and there is there are so many people eyeing for that uh, whereas you can also look at assistantships where you can uh, work in a specific department work with a professor help a professor out uh can help you uh, strengthen your profile as well as help you get uh, good money okay and most of school most of schools don't have a special application for scholarships uh, some many times they might have some requisites for scholarships uh, you might have to write an extra essay for that uh, but otherwise you can have uh, otherwise you uh, you would be considered for scholarships uh, with your uh, application itself okay okay uh, uh coming to the uh, living expenses uh if you had to give us a, a ballpark number how much should one be prepared or you know how much should one actually set aside for their living expenses there i think uh, i can't give you a ballpark uh, number again because uh, there are two extremes you can stay in a city um, like downtown new york you can stay in california and uh, you, you can it's going to be extremely expensive you might stay in a college town and you can uh, make a much lesser you, you might need to pay much lesser uh, so uh, again uh, depends again also on your lifestyle how how do you want to stay there are people who are uh, willing to be very frugal and there are people who want to uh, eat out travel uh, stay alone not share rooms so that depends again how 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 are you staying so depending on all of that you need to uh, budget yourself again uh, whatever is the amount on your i20 i think that could be the extreme i i, I don't think you spend more than that it will depend on locations if you stay which which city you stay according to that i20s they have they have a good estimate but that is the highest i think you can think look at something uh, around uh, 60% of what is comes on your i20 as indian students i know how they live so that i think should be okay okay that that should help um my next question is about uh, working while you are studying no like short stints how people was you know while studying any uh, odd jobs that they could do okay so uh, that's a very good uh, this thing a lot of students do have this question about you know working while studying so by law or in the us you are allowed you are not allowed to work while studying off campus mm -hmm. so uh, even if you want to don't want to don't do that so that i think you should not do that that's something which is illegal to work off campus on campus you can study up to 20 you can work up to 20 hours per week uh, and that's a good way for you to make any additional uh, money to fund your education so i would suggest that you should take that thing up again do not do it at the cost of your academics that is extremely important because that's a much bigger investment that you're making than uh, the money that you're going to be getting so that's why again even if you are uh, working on campus take a job which is a bit more relevant to what you are studying uh, maybe uh, take it in that department if it's possible that will help you 
rather than taking completely odd and of course even if it's a completely odd job it's absolutely fine if if it helps you fund your education and it's not uh, interfering with your um, studies right and what's the kind of minimum wage one can expect i think minimum wages again are there are laws for the minimum wages there as well different states have their own minimum wages uh, but you are going for a masters you are a skilled labor you should not be worried about that you should be able to do work much better i can tell you that if someone is uh, working as full time if you if you start your job in the us for full time even at the uh start you are uh, you, uh, you it should not be surprising to see some someone getting 100 and 120000 a year so that should not be a very surprising thing quite uh, this thing common to get that that's great uh if you just had to give like your five tips for anyone who wants to uh, study in the us uh, to prep them uh what what would those be I think my uh, first tip is going to be that uh, be on your kit, be active on your kit. I think that uh, <laughs> takes care of a lot of things, a lot of your other things. Uh, second, I think uh, try uh, 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 you know start early. It, it's never bad because you uh, a lot of unforeseen delays would come in. You would have not prepared for a lot of things. So start early. I think that again a very important thing. Third thing is plan well. a uh, lot of times i've seen people fail because of you know not planning properly uh, of course that that includes planning finances as well which is as important as that uh, again uh, then uh, fourth i think is going to be making sure you apply to the right kind of schools a lot of people have seen struggle because they don't uh, choose the right colleges right schools for themselves they just look at uh, what their peers are doing and apply to those same thing they want do the same thing what they are doing uh, but they don't look at it from their own profile and then apply accordingly so apply uh, apply properly uh, final thing i think is uh, make sure that you know you are not uh, copying anything a lot of people i see keep asking around for the sops there for uh, s letters all of that uh, plagiarism is not just uh, look down upon and it, it can be really really detrimental to your career if it's found out later as well so uh, give the habit of uh, plagiarism i don't think you should uh, indulge in any of that form even from your application days so make sure that you are used to doing things on your own and trying to come up with your original story rather than copying someone else's sop right Great. I think all of these uh, points really help. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. <laughs>